Hey everyone, I want to welcome all of you back and I got my co-host, Miss Giandra LaBeouf, one of the bad bitches. And then we got, of course, Miss Rachel Charles. Hello. Hello. And then our legendary bad bitch over there is Claudia Trejos. Hello. <laughs> Hello, guys. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for allowing me to join into the party. That's, we uh, miss you in the studio. We do. Yep. But we, we got in the hot seat right now. Miss Undisputed, Jessica Caskilla McCaskill. What's up? Welcome. Hello. She's a baddie, baddie mm-hmm. bitch of us all right Thank here. You. Thank you. Welcome, champ. Thank I know. Thank you for being with us. Glad to be here. So how's it? You know what? It, you usually have an, you always talk with just usually men, but to sit at a round table of women, women in boxing, just to basically shoot the shit. How does that feel for you? It's not very uncommon because we do a lot of like community outreach and we open our doors to civilians or the people that we train and, and clients and we make time for people. So there's there's a lot of females that have questions or little girls that I get to talk to. And so it's not very abnormal at all for us in our in our life. So. Yeah, you know, when you first walked in, I have the ring women's ratings, and the yeah. first, and you're like, ugh, Miss Katie Taylor. Just <laughs> that face off. <laughs> Whack. Whack. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of things to say, but you guys got to ask some questions. Oh, we're going to get that to you. We're going to get that to you. I want to overstep my bounds. I don't know what you want to hear or don't hear. There is no such thing as overstepping your boundaries here. But uh, Jessica, okay, first of all, how has your life changed? You have become your first two-time world champion, and now you are undisputed. You stripped the queen for the longest time, Cecilia Bracos, and now you are the queen. You are the woman. The one. Um, Things have just been crazy busy like we just got off a plane last week and now we're here and before that we were in Iowa and St. Louis and we're going to be going back to uh, Edwardsville where my alma mater is uh, probably in a couple months and then maybe maybe to that fight I don't know I'm supposed to be commentating for DAZN but maybe yeah I come mean, on it's, okay Who's I literally w- would maybe watch 20 seconds of like the last round I have no interest why why don't you have interest in this fight I have no interest because it doesn't concern me because Katie she only brings up my name when like she needs a little bit more like um for her career because if you've noticed matchroom to zone katie they've said my name and then they like covered up like mm-hmm. there was supposed to be a four-woman tournament yeah and i was supposed to fight cecilia katie was supposed to fight i believe amanda and then it turned into delphine, delphine. and mm-hmm. then katie lost and they gave her that fight mm-hmm. and then i fought cecilia and i won and so then it just vanished. you disrupted the apple cart that's what you did yeah i fucked up the allegory so. <laughs> sorry but that, that's <laughs> not the only time that that's happened to me so it's like I just feel like there's a dangle there's a tease and you know there's other things that we can be doing and it's like it's not relevant don't mention my name unless you're actually going to send a contract you know like it's just we have to change you know this the narrative of boxing of like you know you have to do what other people say and you have to follow who people are get, be, who people are saying the flag holder is and it's like no i'm going to establish my career and me and my manager rick ramos we're going to figure out what's best for me and then we're going to do that for the rest of the people on on the ship you know good mm-hmm. cuz it forces forces her to face you at some point she has to if she wants to call herself the best i mean like right now she's just tearing down female boxing by you know saying that you know another undisputed female fighter is not worthy of like a top five which that's fine but it's just like you know don't if that's your thoughts and your feelings that's cool but like don't make a video and the first thing that's out of you guys's mouth is Mm -hmm. do you think my casco no 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 and then you know what happened to that video 
Mm. It got deleted. It got deleted. It's but it's still it's still out there. Oh, Rick what? has it. Rick Ramos. <laughs> it's on his page. It, we, we is it on your it. YouTube channel? It's on, it it's on his. Probably on his. I'm it feeling a retweet does. coming along. It's it's out there. I mean, it's just like I don't I don't sit here and I don't I don't bash anybody. I don't tear anybody's down. I don't share anybody's secrets. And that's not what this is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about building female boxing because it is still in a place where you know we're compared to a lot of other sports or other you know to men or to what it used to be or what it never was and there's a lot of weight on our shoulders and we should be doing this together in one way or another I don't mind people calling people out for fights like we've talked to Serrano's people we've had conversations with my manager her manager on the phone together all four of us saying like yeah that would be a great fight and then you know things changed and she went to a lower weight and it, it didn't happen but that's how civil people act you know we don't, we're not trash and we shouldn't act like that right well before we put this uh, this well go ahead John you have so, some questions yeah so what do you think that matchroom does right because we look at where all the bulk of the best talent of women's boxing reside and it resides within matchroom so what do you think that that promoters figured out that the others haven't because we have this wealth of talent but it's all being uh i see franchon crew is over there now what have they figured out i i think it, it there's a couple things you know some people will grow because they're being matched up like i could probably knock out <laughs> all of the people that Katie has fought mm. and and she hasn't she's just barely winning these fights and so it's like yeah they're giving her you know layups here you go goose egg right there so it's like yeah if you get the right opponent everything's gonna look good but also they have the money and they spend it where they see fit they don't get they don't spread it evenly of course but it's like you know okay well we're gonna gas this person up we're gonna promote this person meanwhile Rick Ramos he's putting his money out there for you know getting ads and sponsoring things and it's just like you know they have the power to do things the right way and you you feel like they, they are in some places, but not as a whole. Mm -hmm. So where do you feel like the respect is, level is now? Whenever you're the undisputed champion at 147, if this was on the on the men's side, that's still considered the glamour division. And now you are the, champ, the undisputed champion of that division. So where do you feel like you lie within that hierarchy now? Well, I mean, I know I'm 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 at the very top. I mean, this is this is as far as you can go to the point where we have conversations about bare knuckle boxing, about crossover fights, about just kind of anything that could just kind of break the glass ceiling of the female side of boxing. So, you know, I know I'm at the top and and I know I have a lot of respect and love from fans and other fighters. Um, there's always going to be those people, like I mentioned, that just kind of go crazy just to get their name out there. You know, I mean, we, we played it that way at the very beginning where, you know, we, we call called out Katie we were like you know we'll go to Pluto we, we got passports let's do this but it wasn't like anything crazy but you know we wanted that work and we got it so um, almost knocked her out really put on a good show and that's when it, you know female boxing really opened up if I hadn't taken that fight Nobody would know about female boxing like that. Nobody would be putting money into Katie like that. We exposed her, let people know that she is beatable or that, you know, they, 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 there's nothing to be afraid of, obviously. But, you know, it just kind of changed the game. So I, I know that there are different things in the history of female boxing that I've changed to the point where my first couple of fights, like, I was making couple of hundred dollars and I was using that money to put back into the tickets because nobody knew me in Chicago I was yeah. new to Chicago mm -hmm. and Summer Lynn another 147 pounder under Rick Ramos um, she's getting you know double triple that now and she's she's getting good money and that in her first fight so I'm like okay the things that I went through it's for a reason it's for something we are growing it's getting there slowly but surely it's getting there so to connect that back you mentioned at the top that you guys do a lot of outreach and you talk <coughs> talk to young ladies and little girls 
girls about the sport. What is the most common thing they ask you? Do they ask you about the money? Do they ask you about hitting hard? What do they like to know when they have a little FaceTime with you? They say, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> and when did you start boxing? I mean, talking to kids or talking to people that are my age or older, they want to know, when did you start boxing? And I started after college. I was like 25. And I'm talking, I started the amateurs at that point. So it was like... I mean, if I was a male, I wouldn't have gotten a second look mm -hmm. because they want the 17, 18 year olds. Some of the guys, you know, they can't even fight in casinos yet because they're not old enough, mm -hmm. you know, whereas, you know, that's probably the one male female comparison where I kind of slid under the radar because, you know, there's no um, precedent set for female and age. You know, like we all know guys, they, they kind of fall out after about 40, 40 something. And right. it's like, OK, yeah. you're, you're done with your career. Whereas females, it's just kind of like they let it ride because they don't know. So I'm 37 and we letting it ride. So you look good, girl. Thank you. I know. Wow. Claudia, I know you got some burning questions to ask the champ. Well, first, I just want to congratulate Jessica because we've we've known each other for a while and I know the kind of struggles that she's actually faced. But more importantly, she understands her role, not only just acquiring the, the titles and the belts, but also the fact that she's opening doors for other young ladies that are coming behind her. So with that being said, um, how heavy is that responsibility to open the book to other ladies to make history in the world of female boxing? Claudia. How heavy does that actually hit on your back? It's it's very heavy because, you know, I, I don't walk out of the house without thinking somebody's watching me. Mm -hmm. I have to watch what I do, watch what I say, mm -hmm. what I post. I mean, you will never catch me on a video twerking. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to. What, you didn't see that video of Chick-fil-A, the girl barefoot oh, and then coming oh out twerking? <laughs> First of all, I don't I don't even know if I can twerk. That's, I'm I'm too busy. No, training you, in the have gym. Danced, oh, you have danced. You have danced. I have danced We've in the ring. About I have this. done a little, you know, Molly Rock. You know, but Millie Rock. But you know, it's like it. You know, there's times to have fun and things like that. But I, I really don't take things to the far extreme because and and again back to the the heavy crown kind of thing where it's like as mm -hmm. soon as you push that limit too far, now you're categorized as something else. You're mm -hmm. no longer a boxer. Mm -hmm. You're either just a female or you are a female that does this or this or this, and you're not a boxer mm -hmm. and you're, you're not a professional athlete. Like just to have the title of professional athlete is something that should be cherished and it mm -hmm. should be taken seriously. And you know, I like I said, I do a lot of things with school, with my with my alma mater, SIU Edwardsville, with my grade school, Franklin School, my high school, Belleville East, and it's like we have scholarships out there, and, and they're in my name, and I can't taint my name for the for likes or for you know maybe you know going viral. It's not worth it. Yeah. You bring up an interesting point because we look at what men do in boxing, and I. Feel feel like we've had these discussions amongst ourselves of what's the fine line between promotion, what's too much, what's too little because if we as women veer off that square even in the slightest it's oh she's this or she's that and, and put in a box what do you think is that line between promoting yourself and what, what's too much for you? I would always say to be yourself I don't, I don't think anybody should change themselves for um, 
for the internet, for your job, for a person, for anything. So I think it is important. Like I don't wear matching socks. I you will never catch me I know wearing matching right. socks. Yeah. Because that's just my thing. Like why do I have to match? Like let me break one Take rule, socks. that's going to be it. Right. <laughs> so, but you know, you know, I will celebrate, you know, my femininity. Like you you might see some modeling pictures of me, you know, nothing crazy, not a lot of skin like I said because I have younger viewers watching mm-hmm. and that's what's important to me and I have a certain level of professionalism that I hold myself to and if somebody else holds themselves to a different level of professionalism like I said before we're not going to talk smack about people that's them they doing their thing great but I do feel like there are, there are things that happen in the the male boxing community you know things that that cross the line of like you know the police being called or like having court dates you know and then they get back into the the ring and they fight and then they're celebrated and that's kind of like like how does that happen and why does that continue to happen you know yeah. and and you know I'm, I'm not saying anybody by name or any situation specifically but we all remember certain things that happen and so it's just kind of like I think I think uh, female boxing in certain people's minds are is still on a trial basis mm. so you know we got to get through that you know that 90 day which is a very long 90 days <laughs> you know until until we just make it and we don't have to answer so many questions to so many people you know, Rachel, I always bring this oh, up to you. God. Oh, you know. Here so we, go. we obviously know she's a boxer. She's a female boxer, but you yeah. don't like female boxing. And we understand why. I do not. She doesn't understand. I think we're on the same page, though. I don't watch male, uh, female boxing. Why? Yeah. Why? It's like, if I'm, on the, if I'm on the train uh, treadmill, I'm watching guys. Why don't you watch female boxing? Um, it, there's just not enough there for me to watch. I mean... You know, a lot of times I see females and they're not very strong. They don't have good footwork. They're they're not the punch combination isn't there. They're they're not elusive enough, you know, where I can get a lot of that from one male fight. You know, it could be from both fighters or just one. Like I watch Canelo, I watch Triple G, I watch, you know, pretty much whatever Rick tells me. I I started out watching a lot of Fernando Vargas Mm -hmm. and it's just like there's so many things that you can learn and especially if you're on YouTube and you just hit that double tap back (laughs) and you can rewind it and just study, okay, what did he try to do? Did it work? Why didn't it work? What could he have done there? Did he have enough time to do X, Y, Z? Like that's how I study boxing just right. like when I'm training. So I, I, we're probably on the same page. You know, I just... <laughs> it's all right, Rachel. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I get a lot of shit about me and my stance on women's boxing. Yeah. So I've been boxing for a really long time. Uh-huh. And people are like, oh, why don't you like women's boxing? You're such a bitch and that's sexist <laughs> and that's this and that, and that. You just like the men. And it's like, I, I prefer men mm-hmm. to watch the men. Mm-hmm. I do not like to watch a woman getting punched in the head. I don't want to see a woman bleeding. I don't want to see her bruised up. I don't want to see her battered in the ring. You know what I mean? And that's Mm -hmm. obviously what you're going in there for. You're going in there to to beat someone up, right? Personal reasons, you know, whatever. My my preference, you know, my taste or whatever. I just just can't get with it. I can't. I I respect it because... I'm not trying to do it, right? <laughs> and and I'm, I'm I'm just not, yeah. right? I, I respect what you what you guys do, but it's just like I just can't get my head around. I've it. heard that before. I though. really can't, and I just you know what? It makes me like I just saw um, soccer. The, the you know women's football right so they just got like a big massive settlement for all this money and whatnot and you guys aren't even coming close to making anything what mm-hmm. like the men are making yeah. so you get but you're doing the same thing mm-hmm. the danger mm-hmm. is still there yeah. right I don't know if you're going to walk out of the ring or your yeah. opponent's going to walk out in one piece mm-hmm. right I'm getting emotional I'm going <laughs> to no that's oh awesome it's, it's, oh my god is. why why are you here right you now? made Rachel cry one of the most most emotional moments is is when I walk into the ring 
morning and then I get on my knees and I say a quick prayer. It's like, right. Yeah. Right. Look at us yeah. too. Oh my God, we got this. We need a Kleenex. Oh my God, we're having a moment. It's, it's serious. You know yeah. what? Look, I've been, I've worked so many fights. I've lost count. Mm-hmm. And I, when I'm, you know, when it's, I'm running around, I'm doing all these things around the ring before the fight. Then I'm in, in the locker room, making sure my lads are okay. Yeah. And then I get in the ring. I've got, I've got goosebumps right now. My legs are super weak, right? As I'm saying this, yeah. right? So I'm watching my lads walking towards the ring and the music, you know, drops and you're like, oh, my heart's in, in my mouth. And I'm looking back, I'm seeing their mother sitting in the front row, but mm-hmm. it's me in the ring waiting for this kid to get in. And it's all those emotions. So yeah. when I see... <laughs> I see a female doing it. When I see yeah. a female doing it's, it, you know what yeah. I mean? It just it just it just kills me inside. It's just like, oh my god. Y- you know what? But but like I I hate not being the boxer. Like if I have to corner summer, god, it's the most this is the worst feeling ever just like just i don't know because i can't control the situation right. maybe but like when you're there and you're you're getting ready you're getting your yeah. fighter with we're ready to go we are yeah. ready to almost kill somebody yeah. we are ready to take punches just to get off a punch right like you know I, I don't know if this makes you feel any better but like we're we're headed into war and and you being there is probably one of the um most like inspirational kind of things that we could have with us and that just makes us feel stronger well that's and it my, my 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 boys always say as soon as we see rachel we're good to go that's, like that's shit rick. shit is good that's, like that's our money's good yeah. our wraps <laughs> yeah. water ice yeah. everything it's good as soon as we see rachel blinders on but yeah exactly yeah. right but you know yeah when i see a woman you know like i i shared this with the ladies before like i, I come from a, a super abusive background so it's like when i see women and they're bleeding Leading and I, I see myself and yeah. it's just like mm. what you yeah. know like what makes you want to do it like what when you woke up one day and went I want to be a boxer like what was in your spirit what was in yeah. you you know why like well I grew up know? with three boys and so I was trying to do everything just as fast as they were and I've just always been competitive yeah. you know and so you know I, I was never allowed to fight my mom's a preacher mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I would get my behind whooped if you know I can't home talking about I got in trouble at school um I did a couple of times but very very little and then I got into like you know like brother fights Mm -hmm. but not real you know there was one time where I gave a black eye and it was his (laughs) fault and I got in so much trouble and so like I never I would have dreams where I would throw a punch and my arms would be like noodles because I didn't know what it felt like to throw a punch because I tried to be behave myself right you know and so after boxing like I never had those dreams again and I think that you know you're story you know where people come from that same type of situation and boxing empowers them mm-hmm. and it makes them feel like you know they don't have to ever go back to anything right. like that again yeah. you know they 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 might have had dreams where like they're running from somebody and now that they're in boxing they they don't have those dreams anymore well maybe that's my thing i ended up in boxing just not in the ring yeah <laughs> there you go Without well that god well one of the things that I just have to add, um, Jessica just made an extraordinary point. I'm number 14 out of 17. And there's a sense of ownership and a sense of um, understanding your role. And your role is really to uh, not let things go that far. It's almost like a fiduciary responsibility that though you know how to fight, you're not going to pick a fight and you're not going to let anything, any situation go that far. Yeah. Because if it does, there's a switch. Jessica, yeah. you you might agree with me. Yeah. There's a switch that goes off 
once you get past that line is like it's a, a point of a return no return for sure you push me that far guess what yeah the hulk inside of me is gonna come out and trust me it's not gonna be pretty even just, so it, it, it's a give and take situation yeah. i think even just being like in chicago on the red line early in the mm-hmm. morning and somebody's like or late at night and somebody's popping off i'd be like i'm gonna have to save this lady yes they don't even it, know it's, who's it's on the right um, they gonna have to go oh. but it, it, it has never happened thank god but you know i do feel like you know i want to use all of my powers for good, whether it's the boxing, the physical part of it, the teaching, you know, my money, the belts, the belts are, the belts are so worn down. I didn't bring any of them. I'm sorry. I, the belts are so worn down because thousands of people have touched the belts because I say, I say all the time, they're not just for me. These are for Aww. everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody with like cancer, like a friend of mine from, from another gym, he was just like, you know, I'm going through this chemo. I didn't even know. And he's like, just, just, you know, holding this belt gives me more hope for tomorrow. And I'm just Um, like, you're fighting a much bigger fight than I ever have and probably ever will. But just to be something like that for somebody is like amazing. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it really is. It's the energy that you were emitting into the belt Mm -hmm. because the belt has many holders, but the holder doesn't always touch the people. And it seems like you've found that way to touch the people in your community, just people. Yeah being inspirational to people at, as a whole. But there is something I wanted to ask you. You touched upon a, a, your fighter that trains with you, Summer Lynn, who's in your gym. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that how hard it is to corner for her mm-hmm. because you, you know, you're know you there for support. You can't jump in the ring with her and fight the fight for her. Mm-hmm. So what are you, when you are in the corner and you see her out there mm-hmm. and she's and she's working, what are you thinking and how? what is that emotion that's different from the emotion that you have that you take in the ring when you're fighting yourself? What I'm fighting my myself I'm just I'm fearless like I just I have no ounce of the other person is going to win like zero it's just complete domination you know not an arrogance but just you know we train so hard that there's no reason why I can't last this 20 minutes and, and become victorious and and so for me not to be behind the punches and it, it's like you know, it's almost like when when you're trying to tell somebody how to do something and they're they're not quite there yet, and you're like, but if you just your leg and your, and your you know, and so you just, it almost drives you kind of crazy. And so you know, I don't I don't say too much in the ring because I'm not um, the head trainer. Rick Ramos is the head trainer, but every once in a while I'll get a you know, keep your hands up, you know, <laughs> you know, just I'll try to shout something out that I see and and see if she could do it. But you know, it's just kind of like she has to grow on her own. She has to do it herself. She has to learn. She you know, you may learn by getting punched in the head okay I'm gonna keep my hands up and you know if telling them isn't gonna do it then they have to learn on their own and so it's just kind of like I'm there for support Um, Olivia Curry uh, she just signed with Fight Stars and she just had a fight in Iowa same thing you know I wasn't in her corner but I was front row and sometimes just being there like helps people's you know self-esteem or yeah. or anything and so if i can just show up and help then i will you know if, if they're my people and and we're there for each other then i'll do that so it's you, good to see a familiar face especially right. when you're mm-hmm. in the ring yeah now i i don't know if um, some people don't i remember when i first interviewed you you were also an investment banker <laughs> are you still an investment <laughs> are, are you Girl, still in with my job oh <laughs> once you got that undisputed oh, title you I quit, I you quit, quit. Uh, <laughs> July of last year um, because I could 
Good. And I like because I didn't I didn't I didn't want to go back in after, you know, COVID. We were working yeah. remotely. I was able to be there for the fighters and be there for the gym and still do my job very easily. And I just didn't want to be micromanaged. And, mm-hmm. you know, so now I wake up with my hair all over my head because I got no job to go to. So, <laughs> you know, it's great. I love it. Do you miss it sometimes? Just nope. 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 I mean, the thing is, is like I'm I'm a I'm a DIY person. I will figure out how to do something on my own. Um, we j- we're moving our gym from one floor to to the next. I brought all my power tools. I am there for it. You know, if I'm I will make gear for the team. Like I will figure out everything just because I just like to stay busy. I, I keep my own mind creative. I yeah. don't need you know a corporate place to tell me you know do this. And I mean I was I enjoy computers and the techie stuff that I was doing. And you know it was a great job. And but you know there's there's bigger and better things. And so sometimes you just have to open up the doors yourself. Mm-hmm. Girl, you aren't kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say money. That's a good thing to have money management because we see how what people do with their money in this oh, sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rick is always. Well, so like I said, when we first started out, you know, we used the money from the fight, my purse, and put it back into tickets because mm-hmm. not knowing anybody in Chicago and trying to sell tickets and the promoters are only going to look at you if you're a mm-hmm. ticket seller. Right. So he would put money in. I would put money in. And then, oh, we sold our tickets. OK, that looks good. We'll book you for another fight. And then he would say, OK, save some money so you know if we need to hire sparring we can do that and that's how it started and now we fly people out we i redid my basement he redid his basement they can live in the basement if they need to it's you know fully furnished fully everything and you know we fly people you know in and out from louisiana or cali you know that kind of thing so it has definitely grown to a you know the the market the money management and b just like spreading that knowledge to the other fighters as well that's good. Well, what I was just going to say, you you weren't kidding when you said you're a DIY queen when I was oh, reading about you. You it. made creams and butters? I used <laughs> Can to. Can you believe that? I used to make my own, like, hair butters and for my skin because it is dry in Chicago. My yeah. oh, I moved it there and my face... It was <laughs> dry. How cold is Chicago? I just can't uh, even imagine. When I first moved there, probably the second winter, well, right before I moved there, that's when they had like a record-breaking snowfall where people were just leaving their cars right. like in the streets. And then maybe a couple winters later, it was like 20 below. So you would like see this much of people, Ugh. just their eyes. Um, but sometimes it's okay. It's not It's not that bad. I can't imagine. Do you I grow up in this snow? Oh, no. No, no. Well, I mean, we shovel a lot. Like Rick shovels a lot. I shovel a lot. Some kind of he comes to shovel my place. You so know, that's your strength me. and conditioning. It yeah. is. It is. But it sometimes it, there there was one video that he posted where he couldn't get down my street because they hadn't shoveled it. So he was on like a main street, like a block off. And so I'm like high kneeing through the snow, and he posted it. And then like everybody picked it up and was like, "Look at McCaskill training in the snow." I'm like, I thought that. "Yeah, I sure was." <laughs> Not gonna say no. Exactly. Yeah. No need. I'm gonna ask you a question, and I don't know if it's off the table because I didn't get to ask you before, but it's out on Instagram, and nothing's off the table. Ooh. So you have a new love life. Oh, <laughs> you already knew. You <laughs> knew. I was like, yes. she made it. They made it Instagram official. So you know, we gotta spill the tea. Aww. Yes. So how long has this? We need to put the air on. Oh, it's you're got, right. It just got super hot in here. Like, Claudia, really so hot. I'm like, I just blushing. called her out that about Rick and uh, Jessica. Yes. Ooh. Not fair. Be not fair. Love of my life, That's Rick Brown. Oh, 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 be blessed. Oh, 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 oh,
Papito, Menganito, Perencejo, anybody. Now, we wouldn't be talking about their ladies. Why are we talking about her man? Really? That, that's we, probably we true. Well, no, that no, no, no. The the only time that's true, Claudia, is when um they're both celebrities, which we are. So yes. oh, oh, that's when it comes out. Okay. That's when it comes We're out. Like Michael B. Jordan and Lori yeah, Harvey. Exactly. Everybody wants to talk about. Yes. So, yeah, it's a yeah. celebration of it love. love. Respect and unity and two and people respect. coming together working yes. together yes you guys are truly right? best friends i yes. mean you guys have been together from the very beginning you yes. guys seen the ugly the beautiful oh, the sweat the, crazy, the tears the everything everything all the dark side the light, light sides like we've seen we've we just deal with a lot of it together and we help each other through a lot of those situations yeah. boxing is kind of ugly you know mm-hmm. and, and especially mm-hmm. when you talk about the business side of it it gets crazy you know you get inboxes people say things and it's just like you know you thought this person was your friend and then you know they say things like why would you take that fight you know she's gonna get hurt and you know crazy things you know people don't really believe in you and so we have to believe in each other and we help each other out through things like that so well you almost need that don't you because sure. uh, yeah like you said boxing is just so full of snakes and sharks and dirty nasty oh my god shitty people that but you I just need a best friend you know not only that, but we need to remember that Jessica, until not too long ago, she held a very, very stressful job and she mm-hmm. needed a yeah. teammate. And yeah. who better than her partner to take care of her, make sure that she was training, eating, yeah. because mm-hmm. there's a lot that goes behind the scenes that, oh, yeah. you know, if you're not, not fighting, you're not privy to yeah. that. Yeah. So I am so proud to know that everything has worked out the best way it should have yeah. and that she's still here and mm-hmm. she actually left a very profitable job yeah. to make sure she could make a living. <laughs> well, not just me. Love. Not so, me, I, the whole goal behind, you know, us, you know, uh, buying our own tickets and putting money in and Rick lived in his gym for a while and just saving money to put his son through high school and things like that. Like I was like, one day I'm going to retire him. And I did. He quit his job the April before I quit my uh, job. Uh, Floor. The trading floor is crazy. I mean, just so stressful. And so he would leave the trading floor and then come to the gym. And then so I would try to like help manage, you know, everything for him. And then, you know, once he left, I was like, Maybe I should leave too. You know? <laughs> this, we, this is this is a sign that we both need to get out of the finance world. So that's great. That's a dream it's team. A power right couple there. right that's there. A power, really couple. power yeah. couple. Yes. Yeah. Big goals. Yeah. goals. These ladies. are goals. goals. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so excited. I want to sidetrack what we were talking about earlier because you know I, we're here to also find out a prediction because it is women's okay. boxing. Okay. You know Amanda. Yeah. Katie, what do you think of this fight, and who who will be dominant and victorious? Um, well, the things that that I hear, you know, I totally agree. Rick says all the time, Katie hasn't gotten better. She hasn't gotten better. Why do you say that? Uh, she just she has the same like fight patterns for every mm-hmm. fight, and it's almost like you know what she's going to do. You know, she does hasn't gotten stronger. Um, she has less knockouts now. And and so it's just kind of like there's nothing new in her playbook, really. Um, she still holds a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and Amanda, I don't really watch a lot of Amanda stuff, but people, you know, they're saying like she's more of a boxer and, and she has like cleaner combinations and things like that. So a lot of people are, you know, rooting for Amanda. Katie lost that Delphine fight. So if they mm-hmm. gave her that, they're going to give her this. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that Katie's going to lose. Not uh, technically going to lose. I, so basically, Amanda has to knock out yeah. or be very, very convincing if she were going to win. She on the has cards. to knock her out. She's got to knock, knock her out. out in the ring 
on the gurney. In the oh, damn girl, in the gurney. She's gonna have to. She yeah. really is. She's gonna have to. I agree yeah. with you because they're gonna just. Katie Taylor is. Yeah, he, she's the little queen right I'm now. Little princess. There hasn't you know? been an investigation on the Katie Delphine fight. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. If that were men, there would be, yeah. be all yeah. kinds right. of flags throwing. Right. Yeah, for sure. I but, was so yeah. mad when the cameras went chasing after Delphine when she was crying. I'm like, we all know that she won. I'm sorry. I was so pissed off, but. Mm. Whatever, bygones be guy bygones. All right, I got the ring ratings right here. I'm just gonna go through some. You're number four. Yeah. When I, just give me one word when I say one description of the girl or oh the lady. God. Katie oh. Taylor. One word. <laughs> Protected. Oh. Ooh. I wish we had like Spot those buttons. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Clarissa Shields. Uh, fake. Ooh. Oh damn! Ooh. She fought. I like There's it. There's nobody in her weight class. I like, like it. I, I could go up to you know two thousand pounds because there's nobody in the two thousand like thousand it. pound class, damn. and you know I win all kinds of stuff. Do you oh. think real quick? Do you think uh, Savannah Marshall? Yeah, I think she'll Molly Wap that girl. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Amanda Serrano. Mm. Ooh, you guys are making me ring it to one word. <laughs> yeah, one word. Um, vacant titles, if that's if that's a word. Which one? Vacant Ooh, titles. Vacant titles. She's fought for a lot of vacant titles, and she gets a lot of uh, a lot of love for it. Whereas, it, I felt like if I did something like that, they would call me out on it. You know, I ha- I have to I have to go for the top of the heap every single time. And I feel like if I were to take that road, which is a road, it is a road that you can take, and it is a legitimate thing. So, you know, she has her titles. They are legitimate titles. But I feel like if I were to fight for X number of vacant titles, people would be like, ah, you didn't really do nothing. You didn't really fight anything. And now they're pushing this narrative that this is the biggest fight in women's boxing. And it's just like, okay. All righty. Interesting. All right. Jessica McCaskill. The bomb. (laughs) (laughs) The bomb. Delphine Pursun. Uh, Delphine, my first, because I started out professionally as a 135 fighter, and I went straight to box rec, and I looked at who was the number one fighter, and I saw Delphine. I was like, I'm going to have to beat her one day. <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to have to fight that. And I thought I, I thought I was going to have to fight her. My whole goal starting out as a professional boxer was beat everybody and get to Delphine. Wow. And okay. so, you know, I don't think our paths will cross. She's talking about going to, you know, a lighter weight class or but um, that would have been cool because that would have been a banger. That would have been a banger. Yeah, it could still happen. Maybe as a legacy fight for you, like Maybe. the one fight that you always wanted. To I do. would. I would say if there was if there was one fight that I could get, you know, um, it, it probably wouldn't happen right now because we mm-hmm. have our sights on other things. Um, but it would probably be hurt just for, out of the. I mean, like the respect of boxing was there when I was like, I'm coming for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. all right, Chantel Cameron, next. Oh, okay. <laughs> Michaela Mayer. Ah, mm. fake. Another fake. Really? <laughs> I don't feel like she's fought anybody either. I mean, like, she has two titles now. So, I, were they vacant? Were they anybody? No, no, no they were. Lesson. They they were held. I, don't know. I, don't I mean, if she fought, fought Alicia Baumgartner. Baumgartner. Oh, do you? Have- oh, oh, no chance. Alicia would Molly Wap her too. Like. I like that word, Molly, Molly Whopper. I like because it sounds good with an accent. Molly Whopper. Molly Whopper. <laughs> I'm going to Molly Whopper. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what 
I'm gonna do. Sinisa uh, Estrada. I love Sinisa. Uh, okay. We met her on a, a different broadcast. Wait, what's the before. one word? You're you're um, you're doing full on sentences. No, I know there's the rule. so many words. Um, um, future. She oh, could, okay. she could be something really big in the future. She's already got a really good name for herself. Um, I would like to see her. I mean, she's had such a light weight class. You know, it's always hard to match up something right. great there. But hopefully, some of these new females come up and give her a good challenge. Cecilia Brancos. Who? Oh. <laughs> still? Yeah. No, she's still forever. She's gone. She's out of there. There's no trilogy. There's not another fight. I've done Are it they twice. asking for a trilogy? There's just people like talking about it. I'm like, you guys obviously don't know anything about boxing. There will never be a trilogy. I won both of them. On the on the first one, nobody had her winning. The second one, definitely nobody had her winning. It was just the first one there was a there was a draw, but mm-hmm. nobody had her winning. Yeah. So she's out of there. Done. Retired. Okay. Scratch her off the list. You want All more right. words? Okay, and Savannah Marshall. <laughs> um, I don't really know much about Savannah. Okay. She's a bit of a badass, I think. And, but, am I saying it because she's a Brit? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. But you know what? Brits, but she, yeah, she's good. She, she presents herself as being tough. You know, we'll say tough. Is she, where, we'll say where's tough. she from? I think she's from Manchester. I want to say I'm not quite sure, but they're pretty. Tough I was totally going to fake it right there, like yeah, like right around, yeah, right like around the, the, on the, around on the, the corner by the thingamajig, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, there was that oh big fight. I, I cried. Tasha, she finally became a world champion. Natasha Jones, mm-hmm. Jonas, the, Jonas? The, the one that Jonas. just happened. Mm-hmm. Yes, at like 180 pounds. No, oh, oh yeah, she went up two weight 50, classes. 54. She lost to Katie Taylor. She lost to Terry Harper, which I think she won. But then she finally became a world champion after all these years. Did you? You didn't catch that fight, did you? She's no, because you don't watch women's boxing. I watch this. highlights of women's boxing. I mean, honestly. Okay, so I'm I'm 37. I go to bed at 8:30. I know. Oh, that's hello. Right. She goes to bed at <laughs> six oh <my> <laughs> or something. I'm <laughs> I, I get up at 3:30 in the morning. Oh, bless your heart, girl. Yep. So you know, some of these fights I don't catch, and and oh, because you're on the East Coast or West Midwest. Midwest? Uh, Midwest. Yeah. 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 The fights on the Midwest and East Coast. Forget it. Oh, it's rough. I'd be grandma. We're too. two hours behind. Yeah. So it's mm. it's rough. I like that you have this Kendrick kind of thing with Sinisa Estrada. I, too, mm-hmm. am very fond of her. Mm-hmm. And I remember when she was first turning pro and she got a lot of grief because they were like, you were supposed to go the Olympic route and et cetera, et cetera. And she went pro mm-hmm. and she just stayed. She stayed committed to her same team. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember going to see her at the PAL and, you know, when she was very young, very on the come up. And, you know, she wasn't spoon fed anything. She wasn't. She wasn't entitled, very humble, very yes. quiet. Yes. Do you think that's the connection that the two of you have? Like when when we had the other broadcast, she she had an interview before me and she stayed. And mm. She stayed the whole time and was engaged. And I was like, man, that is like mad love. She didn't say anything, but just her being there again, someone's presence. Like that was just like mad love. So uh, and we chatted after that. And, you know, she doesn't put on airs. She's, mm. you know, Cali girl. This is where she's from. She's going to rep it like doesn't care what other people say. Even the fact that she didn't feel the need to let other people pressure her into going to the Olympics. Like That's right. it, it just shows that she has her own mind. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you guys good. have parallel rivalries. You know, I, I, I love it. I love it. Maybe a little tour, or do some stuff together. That'd be dope. Oh my I god, that would be that. fun. I wouldn't mind that. Sneeza oh. comes out. She bangs. She, I mean, she's a little thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like damn, she's a little pistol. She could whip me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> she could whip me. Oh, she, me and you both. Mm-hmm. I would not uh, get into it with her mm-hmm. or anyone really. So mm-hmm. Jessica, after all of this, I know. I remember I asked you. You and Rick always look at the bigger picture. Yes. Always. Yes. 
asked you before what was the bigger picture and you told me your answer you you know to win the belts you've got that what's the bigger picture for you now again Jessica McCaskill um to do do something that that hasn't been done yet or um looking for a double undisputed title if if that can come around um you know there's the the Chantel Cameron fight and I don't know if that fight's actually happening or not but if that road to undisputed ever happens I would love a shot at that you guys know I fought at 140 before and you know depending on you know what the conversation is with Wade and whose belts but you know I, I would like the chance to fight for an extra set of belts me specifically well you are like forever and ever assigned with Matchroom so <laughs> I mean earn with earn well make I, that happen we're there we're there for now and, oh, okay. and and we had a a small contract before and when the contract was pretty much over, they announced on their website that I was one of their fighters, uh, oh. which is embarrassing when people say, oh, congratulations, you signed with Matchroom. It's like, we've been signed with Matchroom. They just didn't claim us. So, right. you know, uh. um, so we're with them, you know, for now. It's not a long term what they said. It's, it's just a few more fights, two more fights. So. Oh, because when we think long term, it's long term yeah <laughs> no you know and i wouldn't i wouldn't suggest any fighter to do something like super long term yeah. you know make sure that you have your options make sure that you put things that you need in the contract a lot of people don't understand contracts you yep. know don't mm -hmm. read them that kind of thing so we're, we're keeping it nice sweet and short and we'll go from there twitter That's swears good. they know everything about oh contract. my god why didn't they why they signed that <laughs> it says the twitter here jury. everyone on twitter knows everything about the business mm -hmm. it's crazy it's crazy because a lot of this stuff comes in from the older generation when it comes to contracts when it comes to training you know run 20 miles you fight for like five minutes like why are you running 20 miles right. you know in contracts where it's just like they don't take the they're embarrassed to take it to somebody explain this to me yeah. you know my mom she works in in law and i'm like mom will you read this for me just make sure like i think i'm good i've read it but i want you to take another look at it or she'll have somebody look at it for me rick looks at it like everybody because people are signing over their rights yep. mm -hmm. they're signing third-party promotion deals where they're giving a third of their money away if they it's like how they want to know how I buy a house, how I buy a car, pay off my school loans, you know, buy Rolex. It's like it's because you got to read your stuff, yeah. know what you're doing. <laughs> right. You got to have a good manager that's going to like cut this off. Like you're not going to pay that. No, we're going to renegotiate. This. There's an intimidation factor, there I think, is. when you when you're sitting there, you're like, oh, you're sitting there, you know. Let's just say Eddie Hearn, Frank White, all, all the big DK, all, all the guys, and you're sitting there and you're thinking, I'm here, this is where I've trained to be, I want to be with this person, I'm sitting right in front. They just want to say, yes, 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 yes. I'm just going to sign yes, it. It's yeah. blank, I'm going to sign it, who cares, you know? <laughs> and then, then the next minute, you know, you walk, you know, yeah. you're making Next no you know, freaking money right. or you're paying for yeah if you know, anybody exactly, says right? sign this if anybody says like Your no family you can't got you can't you. uh you have to sign it right now yeah. the deal's off the table just yeah. you have to be ballsy enough to just walk away you're worth more than somebody exactly you. yeah yep. absolutely yes yeah the one thing i need to always make emphasis and jessica just touched on a great point know your worth. I've always said in the years of boxing, the most important part of a fighter is education and support and advising because a lot of fighters, like you guys just mentioned in the, in the need to just get bills done and paid for and that quick fix, they forget that there's a fine print. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah, why I love yeah. the fact that Jessica has all the support that are really looking after her best interest. Yeah. How often does that really happen in boxing? Not too often. No. You know what, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I had a, a kid straight out of the uh, Olympics. 
green as grass, mm. but he had a great management team. Kid makes his pro debut, I'm not going to name names, but the kid had his pro debut and got charged over $10,000 for his victory party. Oh, oh gosh. Goodness. Right? Can you believe Damn. that? Crazy. But his, yeah. Who but was it? <laughs> I, say, yeah. I mean, it's, it's all kinds but, of stuff. Yeah. Like, people will say, like, okay, yeah, you can stay at my camp and I'll make sure that you have food and everything. And then here comes a you bill. Get the bill. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, but I mean, that's another thing. Like, you have to know, save money so I can pay for sparring or XYZ. But, like, with Rick, he even sits everybody down because when you get paid as a fighter, they're not taking taxes out, but mm-hmm. you will get that W2. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. And so if you didn't that save. 1099. Yes, yes. If you didn't save, money you know after your fight then you're not going to have money for your taxes so he sits everybody down he says this is how you do your taxes this is your tax bracket this is how you will get charged this is what you need to save after every fight xyz you know he goes through all that with everybody yeah i think that's what all i mean i would hope all managers would kind of give him a finance course but we all yeah yeah yeah. i was talking earlier about paul paul williams paul the punisher williams used Mm. to be one of my lads and when he, you know, he would fight and his manager, trainer, Mr. Peterson, George Peterson would say, spend this on yourself, put that in the bank, do your taxes, do this, save, you know, invest, whatever. Yeah. And when he had his unfortunate accident, mm-hmm. he's, he's okay. You know what I mean? Like right. he's, he's eaten, he's still got his homes, he's still got, he had money yeah. to be able to be That's, prepared for yeah. that tragic day, not even a rainy day, tragic, you yeah. know? So right. yeah. thankful for that. Yeah. Rick doesn't let me like. I have an electric skateboard, and he won't let me ride it. It's oh, dangerous. Really? That's, he's I, I, right. Sorry, it's I dangerous. Also have a, he's right. Well, that's the whole point of like right. having being a prize fighter. You buy yourself a prize. Okay. Did then, you mm-hmm. see Mike Tyson fall on the electric skateboard? Whatever yeah. thing, he hurt his back and almost broke it. Just I, saying. I have a, a one wheel. Am I right? <laughs> I have a one wheel that's like basically not touched, and my. I think my Facebook community of one wheel people think that I'm out here riding dirty, <laughs> not riding, not riding at all. I'll, t- I'll take Rick for a stroll afterwards and have a chat with him if you like. We'll get you'll you a blinged be, be out like that a tricycle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little blinged out with rims. Rick's like, how about a treadmill? How about that? Bling it out. Hey, mm. bling it out. What's the most expensive thing you bought for yourself? You, The yeah. one wheel and the skateboard are pretty expensive. Uh, well, I mean, I bought a house and I bought a car and I bought a Rolex. I mean, I bought, I bought those things. So. That's good. Yeah. Um, those I all paid, paid off my school debt. That's, well, that's key. Good, yes. good well job. Well good job. That is yes. excellent. I love to hear that. That was awesome. Everything else that you have, those are investments. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I just want to make an, a, a very quick observation. Travis, if you can give me a white shot again of the ladies. Woo. Check out, you guys are all drinking water. Hi. Yes. What are you drinking? There's no water. Do you? Home. Oh. <laughs> Do you drink? Do you drink? Yes. I know. Oh, wow. Travis, I, why did you? How come we got nothing? beautiful Malbec. I just wanted to share with Ooh, you guys. Thanks, Claudia. I don't have no Jesus juice here. I'm What's going on? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. There, there might have been some other one words guys. coming out of you. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be careful. You know you love me. You know you love me. That's that comes in love. Yes. <laughs> that might be the next sponsor. Um, you know, alcohol grapes. <laughs> Let's do it. All my managers. Yes. Right. Rick boxing. <laughs> exactly. Oh, did you guys hear about the creed thing i saw yeah. you congratulations i i got a strong like eight seconds on creed three yes. commentator um so that that was pretty interesting you know being on set having my own trailer and working with michael b jordan who's the director oh of how movie. is it tell us oh he's oh, he's 
just as casual as we are right now. Yeah. He's just yep. like, yeah, we just cut to give you guys like a second to take a break. You know, no big deal. What He's like laying on the ring, like in between me and Todd Grisham, just like, yeah, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And just like, you know, I love what you said about that. Like run that a couple more times. Just like oh, whatever wow. you feel like, just like That's say cool. that. Just like, oh my God. So nice. Yeah. So don't tell me what to feel around him. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> She's all over that. <laughs> cougar in the wild. I'm just cougar and I'm doing what naturally comes to a cougar. Next time you have a chance to talk to him, ask him if he wants to knock out Andre Ward. Oh, and you'll have a funny yeah. I interviewed him for the first two Creed movies on, over in my other life. And um, he was saying how excited he was to have those kind of scenes. So ask him if he wants to knock out okay. Andre Ward. Okay. Because yeah. that, that's another like thing that's kind of been in and out in and out like Andre coming back or not yeah. like mm-hmm. you think gonna, I, I would he can't see come it. back I would stay up for those fights he yes can't. he cannot come back remember he just signed a contract with ESPN hello oh. he's got to keep that pretty face yeah and you know what at this point in time what does he really need to prove which leads me to my next question um I've been raising my hand for a while so <laughs> oh, oh, we can't, we can't see it. It. just cut in oh. just cut in <laughs> girl but i no i can't because i respect my ladies so yes so at at this point in time when you see somebody like underward who retired undefeated um for sure hall of famer uh what's the ceiling for somebody like jessica mccaskill Mm. um not not being not being retired yet um just just trying to make my stamp on boxing history basically just you know try to do things that other people you know uh, basically guide their career for you know i mean there's people that are just starting out that's like oh i'm gonna fight her one day which i get i was looking at delphine pursuing that's kind of you got to have some kind of goals right so um i just want to be able to do things that other people kind of like try to try to get to and you know to the point where some people can't reach it and then maybe there's some greatness down the down the road that does it and it surpasses it and um i mean that that's pretty much it for boxing and then after boxing i mean i mean i plan on getting married and have some babies one of these days oh, you know, really? it's not, it's not all about <laughs> that's the difference like you know i don't know andre ward was in boxing for a long time like when he was mm-hmm. younger right yeah we were just having yes. this conversation where younger fighters that are are kind of born into it you know do they know anything else after it's over? Mm, yeah. I started when no. I was like 20 something. You know, I, I always just wanted to be that 90s career woman, you know, that I saw in the movies with sharp suits. You know, that's what I wanted to be. And so I grew into boxing and I know that there's other avenues out there. So, you know, once boxing is over, boxing is over and I'm not getting up at 330 Unless, I Unless you have a baby. Yeah. That is why I'm yeah. up at 3.30 in the morning. I just had a baby. I mean, I would strongly think very hard. I mean, we can have mine. You can borrow Brooklyn. I, I do have a pit bull that is, I have two, and my mom kind of kidnapped one because Aww. when I did the first Cecilia fight, I was like, let me minimize my life because this is going to be life-changing and I need to make sure I'm focused. So I was like, mom, can you just watch her for a little while? And then I never got her back. Which is fine, um, but I have you know a very needy girl pit bull blessing that is you know I'm getting some child practice, not full child. I know it's not a full child, but she's a lot. Girl, you can keep, leave him at home. You can't leave a baby at home. That's I the problem. Her, I take her everywhere. You should see my car. It's little footprints everywhere. She just wants to be in the front seat, in the back seat, out the window. And like, she's living her best dog rescue life. So. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. I also know that you are signed. As an ESPC fighter, I am welcome. I'm gonna be in that video game oh, too. Snap. 
up. So mm-hmm. was Rick. So, Rick. so funny story. I haven't done that whole machine or that thing. Funny story. So um, we go to to do the the shoot, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're in this. You're. It almost looks like an igloo, like a really yeah. large igloo. You walk in, and there's like 300 cameras like pointing at you, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have on like my trunks and a sports bra, and you know they'd say do certain poses and things like that. And you know we had been told that Rick was going to be in the video game, and so we're like, you know, so yeah, Rick, blah blah blah. And they're like, yeah, Rick is after this. We just need you to strip down. And I was like, oh my goodness. So <laughs> Rick was in his boxers, like posing it up. <laughs> You know, he's like, but I'm a coach. Like, why do I need to do this? He's (laughs) like, this is what I have on the paper. Like, it just says do this. So. All right, oh, yeah. man. Could you imagine if they made all trainers and coaches start stripping down? For oh no, my gosh. no, <laughs> Ballback, no. Ballback would be owning it. <laughs> no, for, be real, for real. There's some few trainers out there that you're wondering: Have you ever actually thrown a punch in your life? There's some that there's some that have done a bit of road work. Yeah, there's some that yes. have Yeah, yes, that's pretty interesting. Sparrows. Well, I know you talked about Amir Khan. <laughs> you brought it up earlier. <laughs> what did you did you watch that at least? No, I did not. I I heard what happened though. So I mean, I don't. A lot of times people are like, "What do you think of this fight?" And I'm just like, "I'm not the one for that." Like, I don't. I don't know. Like. He got knocked out, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, they stopped the fight. They but stopped yeah, the fight. Getting, oh, okay. I thought it was going to get knocked out in the first round. Yeah. Mm. But how, I, how many rounds he, did it go? Damn. What was the it, latest like press con material. Oh, it I think went it went to like six, five or six. I was seven? seven. What did Claudia say? I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Claud- what did you say, Claudia? That, that it was a Brady's press cup material, according to Rachel. She was expecting to be done in the first round. Yeah. Not that bad. Come like, on. Give Amir a little bit of credit. No, 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 no. He he got wobbled. He got He got, got wobbled. He got molly wobbled. Molly That's that new word. I'm going to make there a t-shirt. He did. I, but I, I, I thought he was going to, I thought it was going to be over quicker than it was. But, well, you know, yeah. good for him for staying in there and for, you know, trying to actually fight. You know, we've we've had some situations where people just just go in to get the check. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, right. That's, yeah. that's not dignifying for boxing at all. At all. So. Yeah, I agree. No, totally I think agree. it was it's sad to say because earlier that day, Linares fought. And sad to say, it's time for him to hang it up. Mm. Uh, Claudia, did you catch true. that? Did you catch yes, that fight? What, yes. You, I was heartbroken. Oh. It was good. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think Linares has been the same since he fought Vasililo Machenko. Yeah. Uh, and and it, you know, like we're we've always been prepared for Linares to go down and then just get up, you know, Tito Trinidad style, but with Vasily, that was not gonna happen. Yeah. Um obviously he was um it, he he is in the sunset of his career. And Amir, we've been waiting for that moment, especially after that nasty loss against Canelo. Mm-hmm. That was brutal brutal knockout and um i literally thought that that was the end of his career i think they're both edging on the very end of their career there might be a fight just to make some money and just call it quits uh just because of pride alone and because they can carry on um in linaris's case because of their amateur pedigree and obviously amir khan after 2004 there's a lot of glory behind the olympic representation of england and everything that he's done for his um home in pakistan but other than that boxing wise i think it's done they're both done but, yes. but will they hang it up? Because again, that this they've done it for so long. Like you have to have good people on your team that will say like it's time. Mikey, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you know, 
Jess, we I think we've we've uh, conversed about that in many ways. I mean, the corner is the one defense team for any fighter. They're the ones that are supposed to be in the fighter's ear to mm-hmm. say you're done, call it quits, be it in the fight, be it in the career, be anywhere. Yeah. But somehow, when you're the smartest man in your team, oh. then we have a problem. Yeah. When you're calling the shots, you're you're not showing up to training on time. You know, you're not giving your full effort. You're probably not training correctly, eating correctly. Um, And and that's dangerous. You're just sparring guys or people that you're like, oh, no, I can take it. It's fine. It's like, no, you're getting punched in the head. Like your coach has to be your your kind of go to for everything. Mm -hmm. Like Rick handles my sparring. Like if I'm not eating now, he cooks for me. But, you know, we would we would order um, like prepared meals and keep them at the gym. And, you know, he organizes the training for me. Okay, today's two today. Today's a three a day. You know, all kinds of what time are you going to bed? You know, that kind of stuff. We would just keep track of all of those things because they really do make a difference. Mm-hmm. Yes, Very indeed. So, it's, so lastly, I have one uh, another question. Now that women's boxing is shifting and there are more women out there, there's more competition. Over on the men's side, we're seeing more second generation fighters now. Mm-hmm. We're seeing Holyfield and and you see you're seeing more second generation Mosley. Uh, yeah. Mosley's kid's been fighting Patton, for a while. Yeah. Patton's mm-hmm. been no. fighting for a while. Do you think that this next generation of fighters, when they come from fighters, can fight with the same intensity because they're not born of the same struggle? You mentioned that you want to have children. Mm-hmm. Do you want your children to fight? And what do you think about second generation? They got to talk to their daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, maybe. Vargas's, you know, they're all fighting. I, I think they see it differently um, where they have such a high goal, like be like dad, that they push for that. Not necessarily like, let me make it to X, Y, Z, but let me have a record as good as or, you know, let me um, have as many belts as, you know, maybe they, they just have a different like avenue that they're they're trying to get to. But it's still a very you know, tall order to fill. Um, I think, and, and, you know, honestly, when you, when you have those dads and they have money, you are getting the best of everything. So you're getting the best training, you're getting the best sparring, you're getting all those things, which can only make you better. Right. I mean, they're not, they're not going to let someone hurt their son who, who could be their lineage, their namesake. So, I mean, that's what you would think. That's what you would hope. Um, and as far as my kid, um, you know, my child, my, if, if we have a girl, she will probably be all like fairies and princesses and makeup and don't get me wrong. I, I like my, my six inch heels just as much as any other lady, but like, I'm be like, what do you, what do you want to do to your eyebrows? Where's the tutorial again? Can we just pull that up one more time? Um, so I don't know if she wants to fight, I would say she could fight and we would have to discuss that. I'm pretty sure Rick would let her fight too. Rick would have to I have my her. own <laughs> I have my own thoughts on on that second generation because I've I've lived it for for many opportunities but um I I think being the son of a world champion could be complicated because um, you will never live up to your dad and it doesn't matter how good you are. You will always be second best. And there's always that one need that is absolutely never fed because you will never get to be like your dad. Julio Cesar Chavez, Sugar Shane Mosley. And I mean, the story goes on and on and on so many times. And I'm hoping that 
with the Jessica McCaskills of the of, of this new era of boxing, like the Leila Ali's and the Chrissy Martins and the Mia St. Johnson, the future of women's boxing, I think I'm hoping that the trend will change. Uh, only because we've already seen what can happen when you already feed the child with the last name, mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. the pedigree that comes with the last name, yeah. and obviously the lack of need to prove yourself into the sport. Yeah. So I'm just hoping, Jess, there's a tall order for your daughter, and I'm already saying that you will have a beautiful girl coming up, and <laughs> I, I choose to be a manager. I will be the manager. I feel the gray hair is coming in already. <laughs> now, now we I have them for you. Don't worry, girl. <laughs> no, they do really do come out. Oh, my goodness. My, I have my rave hairs. I have never had so many rave hairs oh. after when I was pregnant. Oh, now, so we sorry. haven't seen a female second generation, though, right? Just Layla. Exactly. Just Layla. Now, it's going to be Exactly. You. Yeah, but but not a female boxer, right? A modern daughter, no, yeah, exactly. Or or, yeah. or yeah. a female boxer having a son, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not, not yet. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I hadn't even thought about yeah. it. This is how gender oriented I am. I'm thinking Jessica daughter, and what if we? Do, what if you do have a son? Yeah, then I'll be his manager too. <laughs> <laughs> you can come and work for fight stars. And work for <laughs> I'm gonna make a bold prediction. I think that women's boxing is gonna supplant men's boxing within the next five years and become more popular. Five? I, you know what? Go Giandra! Yes, I really believe it's so. The, it's there. It's I coming. Think, I think more people are gonna skip the Olympics and go straight to pro. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Just like wow. you're going out there and you're touching all these young ladies and everyone else is doing their things. It's coming. Yeah. Look sure. at, you know, look at the other sports. Yeah. It's coming. I'm like, are we supposed to wrap? Because I feel like yeah. that thing yeah. has been going yeah. like since four minutes, four <laughs> minutes. Well, night. you know what? We had such a great show with Jessica McCaskill. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for spilling the tea undisputed. with us. Until, I know, Undisputed Queen. I want to thank all my co-hosts, Giandra LaBeouf, uh, Rachel Charles, and Claudia Trejos back at home. I am Cynthia Conte for uh, Fight Stars TV. And <laughs> see you <Yes>. guys later. <laughs>